It's tragic, really. Shirley, are you here? We all have a story. We are contacting 911 for you. A dark secret wrapped in emptiness and regret. Quite frankly, I'm glad I did it. You know. They took her life. They just can't prove it. The Toll. There are so many layers to the story of Shirley Jane Rose, and we don't want you to miss any of it. The story keeps unfolding. So here's an additional look at The Toll. While creating The Toll Season 1, The Path Back Home, I jumped down a rabbit hole that included a ghost story. A ghost story that involved a little girl who was abducted and murdered in Springfield, Missouri in 1975. Her killer has never been caught. I had a little reservation going down this avenue, but not much, really, to be completely honest. My biggest fear was coming off disrespectful. And I didn't want this portion of the story to take away from the fact that this bubbly nine-year-old lost her life and no one has ever been held accountable for it. Those two things were very important to me. But in the course of telling Shirley Jane's story, these things did happen. And I couldn't simply ignore that. And then there was the video. But this part of the story came with a big pushback from the Toll's executive producer, Jay Lashley, as you heard in season one, The Path Back Home. Christy, Shirley Jane's cousin, wanted to go visit the house, go inside for a tour. Jennifer, with DeLong Plumbing, the business that is now in that house, said yes without hesitation. So there we were on a Saturday morning at the two-story house on Scenic in Springfield, ready to go in. Christy narrates as we walk through the first floor. This was the living room. Okay. And it was split up here, and this was a duplex, so that half was occupied by other people. So this is where, this was the living room, and this would be divided? This probably right here is, is exactly where it cut off. A wall so used to separate the two spaces. There are two guys that live there, probably in their 20s, I'm guessing. Is the basement here when you? Yes. But we never went in it. And so this was the kitchen. It seemed bigger when I was little. But yeah, they put in like new windows and stuff around here. There's like just a little half bath over here. You could tell it was all weird. This time, knowing what she knew and seeing the video, it was weird. We go upstairs. The upstairs. I remember there was a giant hole in this wall. Just in the plaster. It wasn't a well-taken-care-of place. Christy tries laying it all out in her mind. And this is where Joyce's room was. My oldest cousin. I remember my cousin Joyce's bed being by this window. There was a stained glass window. I don't remember why they took it out. While some things look different, there are some things that stick out and bring back instant memories. Yep. There's the bathtub where we took the Itchy Dove bath. Joyce would give us bubble baths and dishwashing liquid soap. <laughs> they would call it itchy dub because you it would make you itch. Yeah, because it would dry your skin out. <laughs> we get back down to the first floor and I ask the big question. A reminder to you that Christy and I have been friends for over two decades. So I have a question about like ghosts in general. I know you believe in ghosts. Like on what degree, what spectrum do you believe in ghosts? I believe that energy has a way of staying around and that there's far too many things that we can't explain and don't know to rule out the possibility. Does it bother me to think that Shirley's ghost could be here? Yes, because growing up in a church environment, you know, you either go to heaven or you go to hell. And if she is here, then she didn't go. So that troubles me sometimes. But then I thought, well, your soul goes to heaven. 
is your soul and your spirit the same thing is just because some imprint of your energy has stayed around does that mean that your soul didn't go where it needed to go yeah i don't know i hope not i would hate to think that she didn't make it into heaven and that she was stuck here or however that works christy knew about the video but had not viewed it until the toll season one the path back home came out just like everyone else i asked her what she saw Christy, Jennifer with the plumbing business now in that house, and I, I'll talk about it. I saw a little girl in the jumper with the Peter Pan collar and the dark hair, just like what I was expecting to see because the podcast told me that, you know, they had this video. So, but yeah, I saw it. But, you know, I showed Brent and he was like, oh, I don't really see anything. Uh-huh. And I was like, it's right there. I think it was pretty apparent and obvious. It didn't seem, oh, just a shadow type of thing. I mean, to me, it seems like really obvious. It does me too, but I, I was meeting with a, a county clerk and she's like, I just see a green blob. And I'm like, really? Isn't that weird? Is this the whole, what color is the dress thing? <laughs> yes. I mean, is it, see what we want to see maybe? I don't know. The second possible. time you showed it to me, I'm like, no, it's very clear to me. I, well, and I had shown it to my husband and I talked about it all the time. And he's like, no, ghost, no, there's no such thing. And then he saw the video and he's like, I'm never going back in there. <laughs> I was like, it's not like it's. Me. I mean, you know, it's not any big deal, but yeah, he definitely believes. Jennifer says being in the house with what she believes is Shirley Jane's spirit. This podcast hit her hard. I started listening to the podcast and I had to listen to the episode one and then I had to wait a few days. I was like, I can't listen to this right because it made it so real. For a long time, you know, it was just a little possible ghost on a video that is it something you believe in or something? I don't know, but it, it made it be if it really is her, it made it be a real person. And it made it really, it was tough. It was tough to listen to. When I was in eighth grade, I was friends with a girl who disappeared. She lived down the street from me and her friend's dad had murdered her. And I remember her parents coming to our house. Have you seen Michelle? Have you seen Michelle? And we're like, no. Her babysitter was my best friend's mom. We kind of picked on her. She was younger, you know, and then when she went missing, then it was it was tough and i was like oh my gosh i was mean to this girl i should have been nicer to her and she suffered this horrible fate uh whoa we were just chatting i didn't expect that the girl jennifer is referring to is michelle winter i'd not heard of this case easy to find though doc id 990132 timothy cheney 1995 so 3 years before i started my reporting career at ktts Michelle was three weeks away from turning 13. Her 13-year-old friend Stephanie called her on a Saturday morning to ask if she wanted to hang out. It was April 8, 1995. The girls walked to the library, Burger King, and then into a gas station for candy and sodas. That's where they ran into Michelle's mom. Later in the day, Stephanie's stepdad, Timothy Cheney, went into Stephanie's bedroom to say he was going to wash his van. At 4.50 that day, the girls walked in opposite directions. Michelle, spotted by neighbors at 5, headed home. But she didn't show. Stephanie's mom called police after driving around looking for her. Timothy Cheney shows up after 9 that night, jumps into his wife's car, and heads over to Michelle's house to help her mom in the search. Police were quickly suspicious of Cheney, tearing up, voice cracking during questioning told a story of the car wash being full, going fishing instead, drinking beer, and falling asleep. Six days later, a water patrol officer found Michelle's body covered by leaves on some land Cheney was familiar with. He had an optical business in a nearby town. Michelle had been beaten and stabbed. 
I read where tests showed she had not been sexually assaulted. Hairs, paint samples, metal shavings, and likely the murder weapon were found and used as evidence in his conviction. Years later, he fights for more advanced DNA testing. Timothy Cheney's sentence was death, then changed to life without parole. So back to the house. Christy decides it's time. Are we going to go down to the basement thing? Or you want to? We can do that. I never went down these stairs, but I remember sitting on top of them. I think I was always scared of the basement. It is eerie, just basements in general, I think. Yeah. Especially unfinished basements. And I'm sure it did not have that nice big steel door back then. It probably had an old wooden creaky door. (laughs) And I don't even know if there was anything down here back then. Seems like an old root cellar, like where they used to keep canned stuff. Christy takes off deeper into the basement, around the corner and out of sight from Jennifer and me. I didn't know what she was doing. With her being mic'd up, I captured this. Are you here? Nancy? What is that? What is that? <gasps> she brought a ghost reader. It went away when you came over here. I wasn't sure if it was this stuff, but it's not going off now. stuff down here though it hasn't gone off anywhere else in the house because I've had it on the whole time and if it was this stuff causing it it seems like it would still go off while I'm standing by it is there still a little teddy bear or something over there yeah the Ghostbusters thought she might like that so somebody put that this? Puppy dog? They left it for me? I think they had suggested we bring it, and somebody brought one in, and we just left it down there. <laughs> I don't know if it's ever moved, or... I, I don't even know when it showed up, but one day... It was <sighs> and we used to have the vase of flowers. We had moved it down here. I don't know where it is. <laughs> Do you feel it? And then my ghost mirror feels something. But there's so much stuff down here, it's hard to say of what's setting it off. But it keeps going off in different spots, which I think is weird. Can you show that to me? 
video. What is it? It's called a ghost meter. It just measures electromagnetic fields. That's what it does, which is something that is said to be emitted by spirits and what have you. So I didn't know. I knew you had that. I didn't know you had it in your pocket. And it I didn't, didn't indicate tell anything you. in the house. Yes, right? I didn't want anybody to know I had it until it went off. <laughs> it keeps going off in different spots, but it seems mostly over here. I don't know. Nothing scientific, just a weird day. People ask me, who do you really think murdered Shirley Jane Rose? And as I've said, I don't know. But the next questions and comments seem to center around the house and the stories that come from the house. The ghost story part, as most call it. There are no definites in season one, The Path Back Home. I leave it up to you to decide in almost every aspect. But here's what I have to say about episodes four and five. If you leave this series thinking it's just a ghost story, then you've missed the point. It's truly about the toll. If you have any information that could help solve the murder of nine-year-old Shirley Jane Rose, please call Crime Stoppers at 417-864-TIPS. You can remain anonymous. The Toll Podcast, Season 1, The Path Back Home, is a production of The Toll, LLC. Thanks for listening. We hope you share The Toll. Also, leaving us a five-star rating and a review on iTunes can go a long way in helping us do more episodes and seasons. Thank you for your support. Keep up with The Toll Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and visit our website, thetollpodcast.com.